Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Explore Finland radio show. This week's episode is all about Finnish food. And as we're close up against Christmas now, that seems like a, a perfect opportunity. I speak to my new friend, Mia Keski-Nikola, who is the part owner of uh, Rabintola Jurella here in Seinioki. Um, she took some time to talk to me about traditional Finnish food, some unusual things that, that pass for everyday fare over here in Finland. Uh, and then we ended the episode by talking about Christmas food. And so I saved it until this week because Christmas is uh, is basically next week from when I'm publishing this this podcast. One thing I talked to Mia about during the interview was how Jurella is one of the best restaurants here in Seinioki. And a couple of months later, they were uh, awarded the fourth place in a reader's poll for Glorian Ruoka and Vini, so Gloria Food and Wine uh, magazine. And from the from the, all the votes cast for all the restaurants around Finland, Jurella was awarded fourth best restaurant. So I definitely picked the right person. Congratulations to Mia and to her business partner, Yanni. I'll stop now, head over to my interview with Mia, which was recorded a couple of months before Christmas 2015. Today I'm sitting down with Mia Keski-Nikola, who's agreed to talk to me um, about Finnish food. Uh, she's the perfect person to speak to uh, because she's the part owner of perhaps the, the best restaurant here in Seinioki and has been that way for several years now. And she's Ravintola Jurella. How's my pronunciation? It's good. Okay. <laughs> Mia, thank you for joining me <laughs> thank today. Thank you. Thank you. The reason I wanted to talk about Finnish food is because I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there. When I tell people I live in Finland, mm-hmm. one of the first questions they say is, Do you eat a lot of fish? Really? Yeah, people think that Finland is, I think, pickled herrings and and maybe dark bread. Yeah. Maybe those are the, the, the preconceptions that people have. Yeah. It's not D- true though, is it? Uh, dark bread is true. Yeah. I, th- I, I think so. Because it's uh, on our food table every day. Yeah. Yeah. But... I don't know which. I don't, I don't know because there is no lake, well, no, no sea. There is much of lakes, but our fishermen, uh, there is no any. And I think it's it's the men's hobby to wish. Yes. But I don't know. We don't eat it every day. No, and I think maybe if you live in a coastal town, mm. then maybe it's yeah. different. Maybe you yeah. get fresh fish yeah. near the harbour. But yeah. we're in Etelapohja Mark. Mm. I'm sure. People listening are, are used to hearing me say Etelapohjama, South Ostrobotnia, that's the, the, the translation into English. And you're right, we, we don't have um, a sea mm. near here. We're, we're inland and there are lakes, but it's not a huge no. not a huge fish eating yeah. area. Yeah. Um, but this area kind of traditionally has an agricultural yeah. history. Yeah. So what kind of foodstuffs are you more likely to find here in Etelapoki? Yeah. I'm a farmer's daughter. Okay, yeah. even better. I didn't know that before we spoke. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, my father, um, he was... Uh, just a moment. Um, in our home, th- uh, we have uh, fields, yes. about 20 hectares, and pigs. Okay. Yeah. And I think the pork 
is the main meat here in this area. Okay. I think it's so, and of course, beef and chicken. But I think the pork is uh, the meat of this area. Yeah, I, and, and that's probably reflected in the fact that there's the large meat processing mm. factory. Mm. Apria mm. is one of the big meat manufacturers mm. in Finland, and they have a large factory not far away from here, so that yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. What, so that's that's this region, that's the, the kind of food production. Is that similar for the rest of Finland? Are they the three kind of main meats that people eat around? I don't know. I have lived here all okay. my life. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think if I remember what I used to when I was a child and and when I was at home, living at my home and my mom was cooking, uh, every day we had potatoes and of course pork because... Uh, <laughs> it uh, was there. Yeah, it was with us. And, and vegetables, not really maybe carrots, Swedish turnip or, or something like yeah. that and lots of berries. We made every, every dinner we have dessert. I don't know what's the English word, kiseli. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a, it's somewhere between juice and, yeah. between juice, it's like a very thick juice, juice. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not solid. But it's not liquid either, it's somewhere yeah. in between the two. But yeah. sweet. Yes. Yeah. Made from berries. Blueberries, red currants, black currants and everything like that. My father father is doing lots of picking the berries yes. of the forest. Yeah. And, and he's living now <laughs> by that. It, he likes it very much. It's yeah. something that I've discovered recently mm-hmm. as well. I've been out, there's a small patch of woods near where I live um, and at different times through the year, different things yeah. suddenly pop up. And I've yeah, yeah. discovered this this hobby yeah. of going out and collecting them. And there's something peaceful about being out mm. in the woods and just collecting your own food. Mm. And then you go home and every time you eat it, you think, I did this. Yeah. I got these. Yeah. And that's the thing we should be uh, uh, more into. Because uh, the world is going to that way that we have to look the... Uh, ingredients ourselves. I think so. Yeah. Back in, uh, it was actually the first episode of this podcast, first episode number one, mm. I went with my friend Mari, we went into the woods looking for mushrooms, um, mm. and that was one of the first times I'd been out collecting food in the, in the woods, um, but we also talked about every man's rights, and yeah. the fact that anyone can go into pretty much any of the mm. woodlands and collect the, the, the fruit and, and Mushrooms and, yeah. and things that are, that yeah. are growing there. Yeah. And, uh, and this summer and last summer, I, uh, I have been um, working with uh, wild herbs. Okay. Yeah. I'm not good at it. No, no, no. <laughs> You're not, I'm just not an learning. Expert. Just yeah, learning. Okay. Just okay. learning. Picking some, um, I don't know, what's the Pihlaja Maria? It's now in outside. I don't know, but I, I have show notes for each episode so afterwards we can get out our translators and uh, yeah. find out what it was and put it in, yeah. the, in the notes yeah and uh, and uh, mm, I say it in Finnish it's voikukka, mesiangervo, mm, horsma okay mm, these kind of things I think 
working with this summer. It's interesting. I haven't yeah. even started thinking about herbs yet. I'm still getting getting my head around lingonberries and um, blueberries. And last week I stumbled across a bush of wild raspberries, which was a nice, yeah. nice surprise. And the finished wrap-up is excellent. Yeah. At um, the springtime. I, I think that I haven't seen it wild, but we have some growing in our in our garden. garden yeah, yeah. The the rhubarb. Yeah. Um, and it seems to come so big that mm. you you could be drink, eating and drinking this stuff for hmm. the for the rest of the year. Yeah. Uh, as well as the the wild berries, what other? And you mentioned potatoes and carrots. What about nowadays? Has has the everyday meals, the everyday food ingredients changed very much? Maybe the potatoes are less at the dinners because of the diets too <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i think the vegetable uh, and and some green green vegetables are popular okay. i think and this morning i was i was watching the television morning tv and they were saying that finnish people eat how how many kilos was it minced meat okay <laughs> yeah, hands up. I think we we eat quite a lot of mincemeat in our in our house. Yeah, as well. yeah, but it's easy. Yes, that's because true. you are you are busy, 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 and and when you come home at work and your children are hungry, yeah. and what's the what's the faster way to to maybe pasta and mincemeat yeah. meat or or something like that? It, it's also something you can make. And make a meal that lasts for two days. Yeah. So it can't, you use it again the second day. And yeah. That you can, eases a you lot. can do casserole and, and yeah. something for that. Do you think that there's more um, international food and vegetables and things available nowadays? Yeah, there is. There is. I don't remember at home uh, about 15 or 10 years ago that we have so much green lettuce. Right, okay. Yeah, and, and things like that. Yeah. They are coming uh, from the world, and and then we are starting to grow them here but ourselves. That's true. You see very large, um, like we call them greenhouses, mm. the, the, the big, mm. uh, for growing these kind of vegetables through the year. Mm. Especially you know in Finland in the winter when it can easily get down to minus twenty, minus twenty five. Mm. You need somewhere to keep keep that. Production, yeah. production going, and, and maybe fifteen years ago there, there was a one tomato, okay, a red red tomato, <laughs> yeah. and now there's a, there's a yellow tomatoes and cherry tomatoes and yeah. blunt tomatoes, everything. Okay, that's interesting. As, as mm. the world gets more international, yeah. more of these yeah. these things are coming over here. Since since I've been here, I can think of two or three unusual food types. Can you even begin to explain to people listening here what is mammy? Oh my god! Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, um, Why don't you? Can you explain what it's made of, and then we can perhaps? It's sum- made from rye. Right. Rye, okay. rye flowers. Okay. Uh, it's like a porridge. It's kind of, isn't it? Yeah. You 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 mix porridge and you boil them several hours, and then you put you do like porridge casserole from it you put it in oven okay so you kind of bake it yeah afterwards okay yeah but i don't like it (laughs) (laughs) so let's let's describe how this thing looks it 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 can't it it looks black it it is like a porridge that's quite a good 
a rye porridge is a good a good description. That's yeah. the, the best way anyone's ever described it to mm-hmm. me before. And it's black, and it actually looks like a tub of tar. Yeah. Yeah. But it tastes quite like yeast. Yeast. It has a yeasty flavour. Yeah. And it. maybe a little bit sour. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's strange. And you you in you mixed with with milk or cream. <laughs> See, this is this is the thing. As a, it took me so many years to even go near Mammy. I just ran away because it looked too much like licorice, and I don't like licorice. Mm. Um, and then one year, someone said, "Well, you know, you drink beer. It kind of has that same sort of taste." Maybe, maybe and a stout, yeah, stout beer. That's right. Yeah, strong stout beer. That bitter aftertaste. Yeah. That yeasty flavour. Yeah. And then suddenly. I was I was converted and now I do like to yeah. eat mummy. A little bit cream and yeah. sugar. Yeah, exactly. Which uh, you know is not the most healthy of. Um, yeah, yeah. But Finns eat it in Easter time. That's right. Yeah, yeah. In the spring. Right. It's a traditional Easter. Yeah. Easter dish. Yeah. Um, and what about this salmiaki? I like it very much. <laughs> I think every Finnish person likes salmiaki. Yeah. yeah. Salmiaki is um, salty licorice. Mm. I don't know why anyone decided that licorice and salt go together, um, but it's huge over here. Yeah, yeah. Now we have in restaurant dessert made from it's. There is a salt licorice ice cream. Okay, yeah, yeah. And blueberries and blueberry cake. They are. All together. The, see, the blueberries and the blueberry cake sounds lovely, but then why would you spoil it by putting the salty licorice-flavored ice cream <laughs> on top? I just can't. I can't do it. <laughs> um, I think though that, that nowadays you see more and more different types of chocolate coming with mm. salt and and with savory biscuit in there. So maybe maybe Finland was just several years ahead of the rest yeah. of the world. Yeah, maybe maybe. What, what other, uh, have you ever had anyone else tell you that, that there's a particular dish that they find really unusual? Uh, unusual. I, I don't remember. Maybe in, in Ostobornia we have a thing like called kropsu, pancake. Okay, yeah. Made in oven. Yes. It's a very old recipe. Um, you, you do it like a... How do you say it? pancakes? Yeah, no, it in frying pan, but yeah. you put it in oven. Yes, uh, it's very. I think it's centimeters thick. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, and uh, with that you eat strawberry jam or, or raspberry jam. Yeah, no, and whipped cream. It's it's. I, I I've had it before, and a friend of mine made it for me a, a few weeks ago. And her recipe was somehow different from everything I'd ever had before. So I don't know what she did, but Bybee, you did a you did a good job with that one. I'm I'm coming back. The other thing that, that I remember from one of my first visits to Finland was voile pakakko. Mm, and yeah. Can you can you describe that? I think it's coming coming from Sweden. Okay. Because right. they they have. Uh, Smörgåsar. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and in Finland we make this cake. It's a dark or uh, wheat bread, yeah. sliced, and you fill in like a 
like a, any other birthday cake, but you made it salty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mayonnaise, uh, shrimps, ham, <laughs> tomato, and 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 cucumber. I, yeah. I don't know. You can fill it whatever you like. Yeah, salmon. Salmon was the recipe yeah. that I had, and, yeah. and it looked like a, a normal cake. Yeah, as you say. But then you cut into it, and the layers are bread, and there's. Um, dill and salmon mm. and and whipped whipped savory cream and yeah it's not it, it's something i like and one of my colleagues made it here in the summer and it was great mm. but it's that's certainly one of the more unusual yeah uh, and it, it it's usually served in family parties yeah. it's you have to be uh, something sweet and something salty <laughs> But both of them can look like a cake. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> in, fact, in Finland, they probably prefer it if all food looks like cakes. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I did an interview recently um, about Finnish ice cream. Yeah. And I learned after that, doing a little bit of research, that on average, Finnish people eat 17 litres of ice mm. cream each mm. per year. And it doesn't surprise me. And therefore, having everything to look, that looks like a cake, even if it's um, even if it's not a cake, I think is uh, they'll go for that. Yeah. Have you tried ever uh, oven baked ice cream? No, I haven't. Okay. I, I remember just now. I remembered. Yeah. My mum used to do. Um, you have an ice cream package, and then you put a liter for ice cream, and you whip it. Uh, Valkuainen, kananmunan valkuainen. Oh yeah, egg whites. Egg whites. Yeah. You, you whip it them and put over the ice cream okay. and then in oven. Is that baked Alaska? Is that that yeah. kind of dessert? Yeah. yeah. No, I've never, never had it. In, yeah. How does it, how does it work? How does, what happens to it when it's, when it's, it's, cooked? it's, it's a li- little bit brown yeah. from uh, above, but under the ice cream is still gold. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We should try it someday. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I, I think I will. I'll look out for the recipe. Yeah. Uh, the other day, um, <laughs> I bought too many bananas. And yeah. when when they go anything past yellow, first few brown dots, and the rest of the family will refuse to eat them. I know that's when they're at their best. Yeah. They won't listen to me. And we had about, we had about seven left over. So we used some of them to make a banana cake. And... I did it with my son, Olli. He had nothing to do, so he said, oh, I'll help with the cake. And it was the most amazing, mm. the most amazing cake. We put too much banana in, which just made the inside really soft. Soft, and really, yeah. Really, really nice. So yeah. I quite like that idea of using using the things that you, you no one wants to eat anymore mm. and finding another one mm. to eat them. Mm. So. You've mentioned just now, you referred to your restaurant, Rabindola Yorella. Mm. Um, What's what's the restaurant all about? I said at the beginning it's the best restaurant in Seinjoki. I'll say it again. Thank you and, for that. <laughs> and I've been lucky enough to eat food from from your place. I don't know four or four or five times at mm. different different occasions. Um, I'm not sure. I think once you put this licorice ice cream in front of me, and I I ate everything else and left that to one side. So that that I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. Mm. But I still have. Good memories, <laughs> even so, <laughs> of coming to the restaurant. Um, why don't Why don't you t- talk a little bit about 
what the restaurant what the restaurant is, what's the ethos behind the restaurant, and yeah. what it's all about. Our kitchen is uh, our kitchen boys are very good, and we have a one girl Annika, um, but mm, we do our our food uh, from Finnish ingredients. Okay. We use uh, everything from Finland and and especially from this area. The meat comes uh, ev- every meat comes from this area. Okay. The beef or pork or um, we don't do chicken. I don't remember that we have mm. been in menu for chicken, but pork or, uh, or beef. And maybe the old dishes and old uh, how do you say? It? When what you have been eating at home, but we we do it new way. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think that that's the idea, and it should be good, and honest, honest food, and the ingredients should taste just what they are. We we use salt, and black pepper. That's that's the only only kind of seasoning. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. think mainly yeah, yeah. mainly so. And also the service, it's my, it's have to be good because nowadays when people are very busy and, and they they eat home, like, like we said, we come from work and children are hungry and then the, all, all the hobbies that we have it's to go. Very, yeah, the after school hobbies are, yeah. are so there's so many every day of the week. Yeah. How often your family is? Uh, doing um, dinner together all well, together we, we try we try to eat together as often as possible um, even around the hobbies we we try and arrange it so that we're all there mm. together but sometimes there's four of us in my family yeah. sometimes we'll do two and two you're right because everybody's doing different things nowadays mm. Mm. having even if it's just 10 minutes together yeah is is quite is quite important and I think we're lucky in a way in Finland that the working day finishes at four mm-hmm. everybody can go home and eat together mm-hmm. some of the time when I mm-hmm. worked in the UK that just wasn't possible. wasn't possible no I used to get home at seven seven thirty mm-hmm. in the evening by which time when the kids were small they mm-hmm. were going to bed I so, think you are lucky if you are doing that so many times in weeks yeah maybe maybe yeah. we are yeah. we both we both me and my wife work here in Senioki and we live five kilometers away mm. and the kids uh, are only half a kilometer from school so we can we can get back there mm. but sometimes it's it's a very quick yeah. dinner but I think you're right that coming coming back to you were saying about the service yeah. at the restaurant yeah it's very important because uh, nowadays that people are doing the dinner so often at home at at, at your work and when 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 they are coming to our place um, I have this image that every day that they come from to the restaurant I'm thinking that they are coming to my home yeah okay that's nice yeah I would like to create the atmosphere that they are at home somebody's home and they are doing the how do you say it? Have good time. Yeah, yeah. With, the, with the good food and with a lovely person. Uh, 
and doing shat shat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I, that's been my been my experience. And be, being one of the best restaurants around here, it's not cheap. So mm-hmm. you don't go there every week. You no. go there for a special occasion. And therefore, if you go there for a special occasion and the people working there take mm-hmm. care of you, mm-hmm. then that makes it special. Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's the whole point, yeah. I guess. I like the idea also that the food is all locally mm. sourced. You're not mm. out in the woods picking berries and wild herbs to use in the restaurant, are you? Yeah, yeah. You are? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and our customers and our family brings berries and mushrooms and, and everything to, to really? us. Yeah. It's very lovely. That's nice. I, I don't have much, much of time to go into forest. Yeah. Maybe on Sunday. Mm. That's my day off. But, but mainly the customers and our family is bring, bringing the berries. And now, it, I think two weeks ahead, we are getting lots of mushrooms. Well, I, I was just thinking back to that, that first episode where I went out and collected mushrooms. Mm. And I think we did it in October. Yeah. So, and we were looking for the Sulpilobava mm, yeah. mushrooms. And I'm looking forward to getting those again this year. Yeah. And... Maybe getting some more. Mm. I did. I did okay last year. I yeah. made a, a cheese flan, piraka, yeah. and it was it was really, really nice. Good. And yeah. nobody in my family wanted to eat it, so I got to eat the whole oh. thing. Oh, all <laughs> over yourself. Yeah. So, but this year I would like some more. Yeah. And uh, Mari, who took me out last time, she she has a vegetarian husband, so she's quite good at knowing how mm. how to use these things. So yeah. I'll be asking her for some. Yeah. some Tips. And you, and you, and the mushroom you you can also pickle them. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, water. Something. Etika. Yeah. Uh, vinegar. Vinegar and sugar. And you boil them and then pour. Okay. To the mushrooms. Pickled mushrooms. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? I know Mari has talked about kind of quick. Quick fry and then freeze. Them. Yeah. Um, but pick up. If I get enough, mm-hmm. I'll try a little bit of everything and then yeah. I can see which one, which one works best. Um, we we've already been talking about food for about twenty five minutes, mm. and the time has just flown flown past. And I, I I get the feeling that as we get warmed up, we could probably sit here talking about food all afternoon. That yeah. would be that would be fun. But we both have jobs to go to. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, I'm thinking that this this episode will come out December. Okay. So perhaps you could just talk a little bit about traditional Christmas dinner. Mm -hmm. I wrote I wrote a blog post last year talking about my Christmas dinner last year with with my wife's family. What did you eat? What did you eat? Do you remember? Yeah, I think last year it was the traditional roast pork. Yeah. And these uh, many different latico dishes. Uh But maybe you could explain what some of these traditions are. What what do people traditionally eat at that time? Yeah, as you said, roasted pork. Um, Nowadays, maybe also turkey. Not, not in our family, but when I mm. cook Christmas dinner, I find a turkey yeah. because that's the English side of our family. Yeah. Um, and and the casseroles, yes. as you said, made from liver and carrots and Swedish turnip. 
Not not all together. These are yeah. separate casseroles. <laughs> yeah, separate casseroles. <coughs> and and there, uh, in my Christmas dinner, there is also rosolli. Okay. It's a salad made from beetroot, yes, onion, apple, and carrots. Okay. And yeah. some put it uh, like you put it there a little bit herring. Yes. Okay. Also. Yeah. yeah. That's the and and then you with that you have whipped cream, which is pink. Yes, because yeah. of the beetroot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, That's the one thing I I always have rosoli, and then there is a salted fish. Yeah, salmon or white fish. Yeah, I think I think. But so. salted or smoked. Uh, I like I like salted, okay. but smoked also. So how how would you prepare the smoked? Uh, sorry, how would you prepare the salted fish? What do you what do you do to? Uh, two or three days ahead, uh, I take a fish and the fillet. Uh, I put the salt hmm. and a little bit sugar. Okay. Yeah. And then grab it and put it on hold. Just in the in the fridge. Fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Two days. Most not one day is enough. It's like uh, how do you like it? Very salty or light salted? And and that's that's what it does. It, it, yeah. it just adds that that salty flavour. When mm. you eat it, do you leave the salt on there or do you do you uh, rinse it? Yeah, you rinse it. Rinse it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then sliced mm. a thin sliced, and then with rye bread, it's quite good. And we're back to that yeah. traditional Finnish, <laughs> Finnish rye bread. Yeah. And, and actually, I guess that's, that is also something that's a little bit unusual. Mm-hmm. The very hard rye bread. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember this, um, what is it? Tatu and Patu books. Yeah. I bought yeah. a, a, one or two of these books in English for my nieces and nephews back in the UK. But I remember there's, there's one, one book where they're explaining life in Finland. And they're talking about this this young two year old boy eating this very hard rye bread, mm. and my wife eats it. This yalki uni lady. Yeah. For me, it's just a bit too much like hard work. I don't think that eating a piece of bread should be quite mm. such a challenge mm. as that. As that. But life rye. is. Do you re- remember <laughs> the one advertising when there was a little boy eating the. Yalki uni labor, and he was getting not a piece of it. Right. Okay. And his father came to the door, from the door outside, and he said, "Elämä on kova." Okay. When he was biting the bread. Life is life. Life is hard. Is hard. Yeah. Okay. And I guess also that's that has its history back in the days when bread was made. This round, yeah. round shape with a hole in the middle, yeah. and then it would be hung up to, to dry, dry, basically, yeah. and eaten as crisp, yes. crisp bread. Yeah, crisp bread. Um, yeah. I remember going to a museum just here mm. in Seinjoki, and they had the the um, manor house. Yeah. And in there, in the kitchen, there were these wooden poles with the bread, bread. hanging. Yeah. That's how they preserved it. Yeah. In, in those days, I guess. not long ago. It right, was okay. twenty twenty years ago. Okay. I remember our neighbour. There was a bread from the ceiling, and that—that that was where it was kept. Just yeah. stayed there until you wanted to eat it. Yeah. Nowadays we find it wrapped in a plastic bag. Mm-hmm. In yeah, the yeah. And and should it should be soft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I prefer. I yeah. prefer it soft. But yeah. 
maybe that just shows the difference between mm. a real Finn mm. and this newcomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, as I say, I could, I could carry on chatting about food all day, but I, we've, we've been talking a while now, and I hope we've given people listening just mm. a bit of an idea what they might get from Finnish food, mm. and certainly an idea of what they might find when they come to Lavendola, Yurela. Maybe you want to just let people know how they can find out more about your restaurant, a website or a website, something like that. Website, yeah, we have website yurela.fi. Okay, yeah. I'll put the I'll put the link on the on the show notes, but it's um, www.juurella.com. Yeah. com. Fi. Dot fi. Dot fi. fi. Okay. Fi. Yeah. Um, fi. So, yeah. by all means, head over there, have a look at, at what they're doing, and um, have a look at the show notes. I'm sure we can get some some pictures on there of uh, of some of the things that we've been talking about today as well. So, Mia, one more time, thank you very much for thank joining. Thank you. Thank you. It's lovely. Very lovely. Yeah, and for me too. Thanks yeah. a lot. Thank you. So, thanks to Mia for taking time to speak to me about some of the weird and wonderful aspects of Finnish food. And if you're curious as to what some of these things look like and I think mummy and boy leipakakku, certainly, you know, difficult to imagine. If you head over to the show notes on my website, explorefinlandpodcast.com, uh, you'll be able to see some pictures of, of some of the uh, the food that we talked about today. Just wanted to say thanks to a few people who have recently started following the show on Facebook. So if you hear your name now, it's probably you if you liked me recently. So thanks to Baby to Sammy, uh, David, and Richard. There's a couple of people from Finland, a couple of people from the UK, uh, and also to Bob. Bob uh, got in contact with the show, asked me if I could help him try and, uh, and connect with somebody. Uh, I don't know if, if you managed to resolve that, Bob, but I hope you're, uh, you're making some progress. So uh, let us know if you do manage to track down your, your friend. I'm, I'm not <laughs> able to offer a service of, of helping disconnected old friends to uh, to some kind of reunion uh, but I did have a, a a way that Bob might be able to uh, to start that search so uh, so good luck with that uh, remember you can uh, also follow the show outside of listening to the podcast on on Facebook of course on Twitter on Instagram and also on Google plus uh, or if you go over to the uh, the, the website address uh, explorefinlandpodcast.com you can actually follow the the show directly from my website and every time I publish something new then you'll get you'll get updated one other thing just quickly to mention is it's kind of a sister show now to explore finland radio show uh, at the moment it's a, a monthly offering it's called the finnish football show so if you've enjoyed some of the the previous episodes about uh Asiko, Apollo, FC, um, or, or just about sport in general over in Finland, then that, that gets a, it's focused very much on on football from Finland, whether it's the, the Veikaus Liga in the first episode or the Finnish national team in the second episode. Uh, it's quite niche. It gets a bit geeky, but if you like football and you think you might be interested in Finnish football, then head over there and, uh, and hear what what we're talking about. It's not just me. I'm far from an expert on Finnish football, um, but I've I've hooked up with a, a couple of other English guys who have this interest in Finnish football. Uh, there's Rich from escape to Suomi.com and there's Mark from FC Suomi 
Com, a couple of blogs and fan sites about Finnish football, uh, and we get together once a month and have a have a bit of a chat. If you, um, if you again, if you head over to explorefinlandpodcast.com, have a look at the menu, and you'll see uh, a, a menu uh, entry there for the Finnish football show. Click on that, and you'll find the shows, and you'll also find a little bit more information what it's all about, and uh, and actually how you can hear it being recorded live as well. So it's a bit different from Explore Finland Radio Show, and uh, if you're interested. Head over there, and if you do head over there, then let me know that you've uh, you heard about it on here. That'd be good to know. So I think that's pretty much it for this week. Thanks for listening. I'll be taking a, a week or two off over the Christmas period, but we'll be back with some new shows in January 2016. So until then, thanks a lot. Bye bye. <laughs>